Welcome to Shitty Shark Shows, the podcast where we dive deep into the shark movie genre. I'm Emily. And I'm Sinead. And today we are talking about the shark movie that really set up the entire genre. Literally the first of its kind. It came out in 1975, and we are, of course, talking about Jaws. Uh, The classic. (laughs) The iconic. She's a legend. Never been done before. (laughs) Except for now, everyone's been done her before. What? That sounds like... What was that? (laughs) The English language is hard for me sometimes. You have an English... You have two English degrees. That's neither here nor there. Okay, so for those who may have missed the magic that is Jaws, the story starts on MD Island, a small island off the coast of Long Island, many islands. Of course, it's a shark movie. We have to have water somehow. Honestly, it says Long Island, but we don't know that for sure because it's a fake fucking island. It's somewhere in the United States. Presumably by water. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean presumably by water? There's an ocean in it. Kristen last night told me it was in the Pacific Northwest. Midwest. The Pacific, that makes more sense. The Midwest. <laughs> I like the Northwest because that's just forest. I know. There's anyway, a whole bunch of cryptids in there. I anyway, don't think Jaws is one of them. No, yeah. Jaws is absolute A. Jaws is 100% a cryptid. B. Jaws pegs Bigfoot on the red. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Okay. I would like to report that I'm getting a very, very unimpressed look from my fiance over on the other side of the room. I love you. Uh... <laughs> Please don't leave her. I wouldn't be able to put up with her alone. <laughs> it's she's not wrong. <laughs> okay. So, the movie starts with a young woman who goes skinny to be in the ocean in the middle of the night oh as people are wont to do in shark movies with her drunk ass fling. Yeah, and he just passes up on the beach <laughs> before no, but... even getting in the water. He's, like, half undressed. Can we, like, count? Because we're... Let's make it clear. We've watched a lot of Shrek movies already, and we're going to be going back and talking about ones we've already watched. We're going to have to rewatch some of them. It will be painful. It will be, but that's beside the point. The point is, can we, like, count the amount of shark movie stereotypes that started with Jaws? Because we know all of the stereotypes. Fair. Okay, so we definitely have the whole a young couple swimming in a body of water, usually in the dark. Usually at night, yes. Because it's more dramatic when they mysteriously disappear under the water, thrashing and and drown. There's usually, not maybe not usually, but there's almost... Oh my god. Are you talking about the boy with the bell? No, I'm talking about the beach party. Yes. Beach parties are big in shark movies. Yes, because it's an easy way to get a bunch of drunk, dumb people close to the water. Usually yeah. college students. College students or people in difficult marriages. Also <laughs> true. Which we will get to. <laughs> when you write, you write. So, um, this girl goes out into the ocean and while her boy toy passes out on the beach... Because they just met. They just met. He asks her what her name is as they're running to the water. Yeah. She yells Chrissy dramatically and then starts throwing her clothes off as she's running. And they're like up and down a mile of beach, which just seems really impractical to me. Chrissy's high as fuck. We got to make allowances for Chrissy. Fair enough. Chrissy is high as fuck. It's the 70s. boy was drunk as fuck. It's the 70s and she's skinny dipping. You're absolutely right. It's also like spring break, kind of early summer, I think. No, no, it's no, it like was right early, after it was, like college let out. It's or right no, because it's right before the fourth of July, remember? So it's it was a week before, so it's like end of it's June. It's midsummer. Yeah. Yeah. So, um Chrissy um bringing down the mood a bit, Chrissy's remains are found the next day on the beach. <laughs> being eaten by crabs. Being eaten by crabs. Can we talk about Sandboy? <laughs> Sandboy is one of the most <laughs> underrated parts in Jaws. So 
the you mean the deputy the, deputy. the sheriff's deputy yeah he's, he's one of the officer most, of the law he's one of the most underrated characters for the sand boy scene and the, if you don't know what i'm talking about uh, because you either have never seen Jaws or you have seen Jaws and you don't remember this because it's like half a second, but it delights me. <laughs> um, they go to the beach, like the police officer, uh, the sheriff, Brody. We Martin will, Brody. We will get to him. We they get to the, He gets to the beach and his deputy is already there and he presumably has seen the remains of this girl and he's just like playing in the sand in his despair. <laughs> Sitting on the ground, it's throwing like, some sand uh, around, and you're like, buddy. It's the most melodramatic garbage that you'd expect. It's so good. It's very it's fun. so good. So, anyway, um, the medical examiner tells Martin Brody, or Broody, that... Broody! <laughs> Martin Broody. Um, tells he does him brood. that the cause of death was a shark attack. And Brody being a responsible human being and one of the few with common sense in this entire movie honestly wants to shut down the beaches before everyone arrives for the 4th of july mainly because he doesn't want someone else to die mm-hmm. the mayor mayor larry which mayor is just larry mary if you will <laughs> no, the, lair. the lair <laughs> the lair mayor larry who first shows up in a anchor print suit it's beautiful. His suits are iconic. <laughs> but anyway, um, Mayor Larry doesn't want all the summer people to go away and to ruin the town's economy because they, mm-hmm. as he says it, something along the lines of, they rely on the summer dollars, otherwise they'll be starving and living off food stamps for the winter and something equally dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um and suddenly the coroner uh, changes his tune and agrees with the mayor that Chrissy was definitely killed in a boating accident and that a propeller chewed her up and it wasn't at all a shark. What are you talking about? Stupid. Yeah. So Brody reluctantly accepts their conclusions. Oh, a fun thing about Brody. He's not an islander, something that everyone here holds very much against him. He wasn't born on the island. He, he moved, didn't live on the island. His family moved from New York City. Yeah, he's a New York cop, and he moved to Amity Island um, to get away from kind of all the n- gritty, dark stuff. He wants all the gritty dark crime. Honestly, he's so pure. He want he has this whole speech about how in like it's like in the city you can never make a difference. There's too much crime, but in a small town there's a I'm pretty sure this is when he's like drunk as fuck, right? When he's talking when he was be. on the boat and he's just talking to college boy. We'll get we to all, we'll, we'll to get to college yet. boy. College we need boy. To talk is, about college we'll boy. talk about college boy. So, anyway, However, this whole, it was definitely a boating accident, kind of goes to the wayside when another shark attack occurs. And this time, the person who dies is probably around 10 years old. And there's the dog first. Don't forget the dog. Right. There's spoiler, the absolute crime. Spoiler alert. Hashtag. No, not hashtag. The do- does the dog die dot com. The dog does die. It, it's a travesty. We, you don't see the dog die, but the dog never makes it back to shore. The dog is there, happily swimming after a stick, and then the dog is no longer there. It's very, it's very sad. Honestly, like... Then a kid dies, but the dog is more important. I mean, yeah. I always, I think so much about how that kid is in the beginning of that scene, and he's like, Mom, can I go back out just once more? Like, and she's like, okay, ten more minutes. And then he fucking dies. (laughs) Yeah. It's rough. It's real rough. (laughs) Like, what a way to start your monster movie. I mean, I respect it. Yeah. It's better than some deaths we've seen. Oh my god. I can't wait. Like, okay, we're... It's called Shitty Shark Shows. I'm pretty sure Jaws, the first Jaws, is like one of the only genuinely good shark movies we have on our list. It's one of the few. There are definitely others that are genuinely good movies. And not good bad, which we'll get into. That's a whole other thing. Uh, But anyway. There's a bounty placed on a shark for $3,000, but the local shark hunter, whose name is Quint, he is He's, an asshole. He gets everyone's attention by scraping his nails on a chalkboard. Like an asshole. Like an asshole. And he demands $10,000 for his services. Everyone says, uh, no thank you, and every 
amateur fisherman and his buddy are out on the water they're overloading all, boats. They're all and drinking just, and like being like, oh, I'm going to get those $3,000. Yeah, everyone wants to try thing. to kill a shark. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, a person who is here referred to as a consulting oceanographer, college boy, as we call him, Matt Hooper. Hoops Hoops is, uh, this takes place in the 70s. Hooper invented the shitty smart boy college hipster look. Like, it is a look. He shows up in double denim with a beanie round glasses mm-hmm. and a leather satchel on his back he's literally like honestly an icon a trailblazer he started the look of all like the f- college a, fuck boys he's a rich boy college student who yep. owns a boat and just loves the ocean he's such a nerd <laughs> i know i <laughs> love like, him for what, it what a fucking so geek. anyway um Hooper shows up mm. and confirms that uh, Chrissy's remains. No, not Chrissy's. The boys. No, the boy was completely eaten by the shark. You never see the boy's remains. It's Chrissy. It was. It was be- no. Okay. Here's the whole thing. It's because it's a tiger shark. So the whole thing is that tiger sharks don't digest fast. I'm not up to there, buddy. First, you know how he examines, oh, and then he argues oh, with the coroner. The, he examines the body. Yeah, he examines the body. I'm talking about the shark's body. Yes. Exam- okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We're almost there. Okay. He examines Chrissy's remains and is like, you're an idiot forever saying this is a boating accident. This is definitely a shark attack. Yeah. And the whole time he's like really upset too, because it's obvious he's never done anything like outside of uh, a lab. He's like cough, like choking on shit and like, oh my God. Like the whole time. It's very fun. It's, it's very fun. But the local fishermen catch a tiger shark, and the mayor decides, Mayor Larry, decides that the beaches are safe and that everyone should go back in the water. But uh, College Boy argues, saying that this isn't the same shark. And later on. Bite radius. Yeah, he's going on and on about the bite radius. And eventually he convinces um, Chief Brody to cut open the shark because they. Um, digest food so slowly if he'd if the shark had eaten the kid yeah the remains would still be inside yeah it's so, a whole thing it's a whole thing um and basically they determine okay we don't have the right shark which is a problem because that means there's another equally large if not bigger shark on the loose in the waters around md island <laughs> So there's still a shark on the loose and Hooper and Brody, so college boy and police chief, they go, they all need code names. There's too fucking many boys. So they're good chief, boys. Chief and college boy. Yep. They are very good boys. We love these boys. They're good boys. Um, go out on college boy's boat and uh, they find one of the fishermen's boats half sunken in the water and uh, college boy being kind of a idiot college boy he's dumb as fuck decides to put on his scuba gear and go in the water where they're like 90 percent sure a shark is that has eaten a fully grown human before (laughs) and will again yeah 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 yeah. so real um, smart real smart real real smart excellent planning also can i just point out that the moment in this scene where the the dead head pops out of the boat is the only time that I got jump scared in this entire movie. And it worked on me the first three times I saw it. Fair enough. It's a very good jump scare because you forget it's going to happen. You do. Because he finds a hole in Especially the bottom of this. Especially when you're fucking 12. Like, <laughs> fair enough. He finds a hole in the bottom of this half sunk boat. Yeah. And he's looking at it and he finds this huge, huge shark tooth embedded in the wood of the boat. And he pulls it out and then freaking only jump scare of the movie because i wouldn't say only because the shark does some jump scare in all, it's just not very all the shark scary. ones though are like prefaced by the Doo-dum. that's fair that's Doo-dum. fair that's not a jump scare there is it's tension a it's, building it's music. a tense it's a tense it's a tense scare it's a tense scare but yeah this fisherman's like 
dead body just kind of pops through the hole and all you it's see is great... this head with like the bulging eyes it's it's, it's really good it's, it's a fantastic moment college boy and chief go back to the mainland and go to the mayor saying there is a huge great white shark in the waters and we need to close the beaches but larry refuses to believe them because when college boy got jump scared by the corpse he dropped the shark tooth like a dumbass can we call second um second trope second shark trope ding 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 shark trope alert uh <laughs> guy who just doesn't want to believe them because it's inconvenient he can't be back it's like cornelius fudge with voldemort honestly it's exactly that it's 100 p that there can't be a shark in these waters. There was already one shark. The businesses. So despite the mayor refusing to let them close down the beaches and everyone showing up for the 4th of July, Chief Brody sets up a bunch of patrols. Trying shark to... watch. Shark watch. It's shark week. Oh my God. <laughs> but basically um, trying to make sure that no one else gets hurt. And... Eventually, like, the mayor literally pushes people to get into the water because why aren't you going in the water? He's such a sketchy asshole about it. He goes up to this one, like, old guy and he's like, hey, why aren't you in the water? And he's like, well, it's kind of, I just put on my suntan lotion and it's kind of hot and I just don't really want to. He's like, get into the water. And then the guy, the old guy doesn't just go in the water. He also grabs his wife and three children. It's really great because they all look fucking terrified. (laughs) They're all like, we don't want to go in the water, sir. But, you know, everyone else goes in the water after them. But off we go. So everyone gets in the water. Everything's fine. (laughs) Everything fucks. (laughs) Everything's fine. We haven't gotten to who would fuck a shark in this movie. I'm pretty sure we will get to it. Oh, 100%. Of course, it's Quint. Listen, we'll get to it. Will has. We'll get to it, but Quint almost certainly has fucked a shark. Fair enough. Also, Brody, but like, he'd be the bottom. Quint would be the top. Anyway, I am concerned and confused. So, um, (laughs) Fourth of July weekend, there's a bunch of people in the water again. Now that, like, the first trailblazers have gone back into the ocean because of the mayor peer pressuring them. Don't say no to peer pressure, guys. It's a bad (laughs) idea. You'll get eaten by a shark. Just say no to shark attacks. (laughs) Just say no to swimming in the ocean, honestly. Um, so basically, suddenly, one of the, um, watch boats spot a fin in the water, and everyone's freaking out, everyone runs out of the water. It's a really bad, like, panic scene. It's a really bad panic scene. Someone ends up face down in the water, and then ends up having to be resuscitated on land. Like an older dude. Yeah, Yeah. someone steps on a kid. There are adults shoving kids off of inflatable rafts and climbing on them themselves. It is a mess, truly showing the cruelty of humankind. It's a fuckfest, honestly. And basically, it turns out it's not a shark, it's just two kids playing a prank. Literally, like, put those children in jail. (laughs) The kids come out of the water with the fake shark fin, and there's like 12 people pointing shotguns at their heads because they think it's a shark. Those kids are traumatized. Those kids are... Assholes that deserve every second of it, absolutely. No. They're children, but they are they're children, but they are dumb children. They're little shits. That's what they are. I'll drink to that. <laughs> so, after that, oh, we should also mention that Chief Brody is a father and has two younger sons. One of whom, his favorite gift that he got for his birthday is his brand new sailboat, and you can probably guess how this is gonna go. So, seeing as there's a shark in the ocean, Brody asks his oldest son, Michael, to um, not take his sailboat out on the ocean and rather to go in the pond, which is, like, slightly more inland, and they're assuming the shark isn't going to go there. <laughs> there's the, and you know what they for, say about assumptions! 
It's for old ladies. Yeah, Michael doesn't want to go because he's a cool kid. He's, he's a, like 11. He's a cool, hip 11-year-old. He's too cool to go in the pond. But he does because he's also a good boy. He is this a good boy. This movie's really full of good boys. There's a lot of really good boys. So, um, Michael and his friends are messing around on the sailboat in the pond. And someone notices that the actual shark, not some asshole kids is heading into the pond um there's an adult trying to help the boys get the sail up because they're struggling to raise the sail and tie the knots and stuff and the shark comes up behind his little rowboat and flips him then proceeding to bite him in half in front of all these children yeah it's pretty gruesome. Thankfully, those kids are fine. They well, make it out alive. They are traumatized. They're alive. They're alive. They're, if we're going into emotional trauma, no one in this movie is fine anymore. That's true. So, basically, with all of this, and with Brody's Chief Brody's son actually being threatened by the shark in person, they now know, one, how big this thing is. It's... Bloody massive. <laughs> Bloody massive. What do they say? Like 25 feet? Something like that, I yeah. think, when they see it later on. Yeah. It is a big... It's a big one, shark. One yes. big old boy. Ah, I found it here. 25 feet, 7.6 meters, and weighing three tons. Why do you do they have all of this information? Because Quint was talking about it when oh, they go yeah. out on the boat. Yeah, so anyway, um, Brody convinces Mayor Larry to hire Quint, the shark hunter extraordinaire who wanted $10,000 for hunting down wait, this shark. Wait, I've got it. I've got it. Malary. <laughs> Very bad. That hat tip was awful. I will disown you. I will do this podcast solo. It's only Fuck. the first episode. I'm always already gonna break out on my own. Fuck. It's fine. You can't. You can't leave me behind. We did this together. We did do this together. We must suffer together. It's true. So anyway, Quint Brody and college boy Hooper set out on the orca to hunt the shark. And um, they do the usual thing, laying down a chum line and then trying to hook the shark. And all of a sudden, rather than, like, hooking, the shark just emerges from the water dramatically right behind Chief Brody. It's a great scene. This shark is incredible. It's a good shark. Is very good, especially considering that it was an animatronic. I have some fun facts, actually, about the shark mechanism that we will get to later cool excellent uh so yeah we'll we'll talk we'll talk more about the shark we're we're, we'll get to the shark in our shark segment yes so basically the shark then disappears dramatically (laughs) back underwater and once it's um once it's dark they're all chilling well you forgot about the iconic line you're gonna need a bigger boat this is true. I that's, forgot. Honestly, I am a fool. that's trope number three. The amount of shark movies that make parodies of that one line. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But yeah, Brody says they're going to need a bigger boat because, as we mentioned, this shark is 25 feet long. It's fucking big. And the boat is about 25 feet long. Yeah. It's a whole thing. So, anyway, um, it gets to nighttime. They're. All drunk off their asses. Because that's what you want to be doing. Quint and College Boy are talking about their different scars, and Quint reveals his tragic backstory, how he survived the USS Indianapolis. Ding, 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 stereotype alert. Ding, ding, ding. Every, there's always at least one person who has a tragic backstory involving some watching someone get killed by a shark. Every time. So basically this guy is, he was on the team delivering the bomb to Hiroshima and their ship sank and there were 1,100 sailors, if I'm remembering numbers correctly. Yep. And they grouped up into platoons and then floating in the water, no one knew where they were and it took a week before anyone showed up. Do you think this actually happened? I don't know. I feel like maybe we should look it up. Maybe we should look it up. We can do that in a second. Basically, he says, like, in the first night is when the shark started to show up. And basically, this is where he definitely fucked the shark at some point during this week he was in the water. 
Yeah. Yeah, but um, basically what happened is the sharks started picking them off one by one. And she's like, there were hundreds of sharks in the water. There were a thousand men and a thousand sharks. It's really dramatic. He's, it's definitely a fisherman's tale to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the, what actually happened now. And he said a thousand one hundred men, according to CNN, not even Wikipedia, it was 800 men. Well, that makes wait, his final- Wait, wait. Oh, wait, no. This is about Jaws. Hang on. <laughs> Keep going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see. Oh, is it the secret mission? Uh, the the. Yes, this is. I found it. Indianapolis. Um, other parts required the uh, for the assembly of the atomic bomb, codenamed Little Boy. They are yeah. carrying enriched uranium. Um, and basically, um, she was struck by two Type ninety five torpedoes. Cool. And went down. Yes, Only see, 316 one, survived. Yeah, the, I remember that number, but 1,195 crewmen went aboard, went down with the ship. It says 800 sailors went into the water on the one I'm reading. Five-day ordeal, the rest succumbing to burns, dehydration, exhaustion, shark attacks, and drowning. Okay, because we're looking at different things. I'm looking yeah. at the wiki article. I'm looking at CNN. Okay, because this thing has, like, the whole history oh it went down on my birthday oh 30th of july oh what a great thing to celebrate anyway <laughs> this is awful this is terrible so, let's let's move on let's go back so anyway tragic backstory thousand men went into the water only 316 came out alive real dramatic um at one point chief brody kind of lifts his shirt <laughs> we're not sure if he's talking... looking at his dick or not uh, okay i think he was Bitten by a shark as a child, which is why he has never, a fear of drowning. He's never mentioned being bitten by a shark. He has a fear of drowning, and I'm yeah. pretty sure he was in a boating accident of some kind. Okay, but, but like they're talking. I think it's really cute because they're talking about their scars, and he like lifts his shirt up and looks at the one on his tummy, and he's like, "Oh, I have a scar." But it looks a little bit like he's looking down at his penis. <laughs> well, he pulls the he pulls the waistband of his pants away. They're drunk. We don't know what they're doing. It's fair. It's a boat. Yep. Things happen at sea. Yep. Much like Vegas, what happens on the ocean stays on the ocean. Oh my god. Anyway, there's also a lovely scene where they keep singing sea shanties, which is just a gift. It's my favorite scene, honestly. Uh, Sandboy. Okay, that's my favorite guy. This is my favorite scene. You are absolutely right, I am a fool. But anyway, it's a lovely, fun night until suddenly in the morning, um, not suddenly, well, In the morning, Brody tries to call the Coast Guard because he's kind of come to his senses of there is a 25-foot shark in the water. Yeah. It's after us. Yeah. We need to get help so we can actually kill it. And Quint takes this very rationally, grabbing a baseball bat and smashing the radio to pieces. Honestly, what was he even on about? Like, why did he do that? Do we even know? Because he wants the reward money. He doesn't want to share it or something. Honest, okay, maybe, but also he's just kind of like a madman. He really is. He is definitely insane. But it's fine. He's, he's great. He's fine. He's he's old. He's old sailor daddy. He's the old sailor who yeah. has who's like who's faced this before and yeah. will do it again and all that stuff. Sailor daddy. That's what I said. I am uncomfortable with calling him any form of daddy. Sailor bear. <laughs> that is so much worse. I feel like bears. You're gonna have to cancel the wedding. You can't marry her. This is just too awful. Teach the road. Thank you. Okay. So, um, basically, the shark shows up again, and they manage to harpoon a couple barrels into the shark. Basically, with the idea of if it has some floating shit tied to it, it will get tired and then not be able to swim anymore. It makes sense, but I'm a little bit like, is this something that people actually do? Yeah, is it? It'll, it'll tire cool. them out. Well, yeah, no, like I understand it logistically for sure. No, it's because sharks, if they don't swim, mm-hmm. they can't they, breathe. They don't breathe. They yeah. drown. Yeah. So basically, it's the idea of it tires them out. One, they either come to the surface so they can keep swimming without mm-hmm. having to pull on all the barrels, mm-hmm. or they die, and then That's you fair. can just pick them up. That's fair. So 
basically, um, there's a bunch of dramatic stuff. They get, like, three barrels on it, and they're like, he can't go down again with three <laughs> barrels. We've got him this time, boys. So, obviously, the shark swims down under the water, yeah. and all three barrels disappear. And they're like, this Oof. shark is strong. This shark, honestly, he defies any expectation. It's a really big shark. He's pretty sure it's a she. He's gonna make, well, they, they always call him he. This is true. Imagine, imagine his mom even bigger. Yes. Hot. <laughs> none of us. Why are on, you like this? None of this on this show are furries or f- fishies. I don't know. I don't like this. Okay. End of discussion. Thank you. I'm going to cut this discussion out of the episode. Don't you dare. God damn it. So basically, um, they tie the barrels to the shark and they're tying the shark to the boat. So obviously the shark just starts pulling the boat through the water. Yeah. It's all very dramatic. The engine catches fire at one point. Engine catches fire. Um, Jaws is trying to break through the hull of the boat. Kind of manages it. Kind of does. The boat is like half sunk. Everything's on fire. Yeah. It's great. It's great. And, um, yeah. Oh, so they lose access to the, um, the ship breaks and they lose the line that's tying the barrels to the sharks. To right. the shark. There's one shark. There is only one shark. We'll get the to- The other shark is dead. We'll get to the movies where there's multiple sharks. Next time. <laughs> is it next time? I mean, next time we have multiple sharks. I guess we do we have, have a whole name of sharks. We have a lot of sharks next time. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> we're awful. We are. But anyway, um, so the shark is just free and Quint heads, like, takes the boat towards um, the shore so that they mm-hmm. can get away from the shark. Mm-hmm. And um, College Boy tells him to slow down because he's just gunning the engine. The engine's the already engine on the brink it. of like catching fire. Honestly, the engine is me and Quint is also me. <laughs> driving me to burnout. So um, College Boy tells Quint to chill on the acceleration. So Quint obviously speeds up. The boat stalls. Engine explodes. There's yep. smoke everywhere. Yep. They're, they're sinking as well. They are sinking. Half the boat is underwater. It's um, a really bad time to be these boys. It really is. So who, College Boy decides to take a riskier approach and use yep. one of his fancy schmancy gadgets that he mm. got from the being an oceanographer. And he pulls out a shark cage. So he puts on scuba gear. He gets in the water in a shark-proof cage. And is intending to lethally inject the shark with strychnine. Strychnine? Strychnine. Strychnine. Which is, I'm pretty sure strychnine is just, like, uh... Arsenic? No, it... it, it, it I thought family? I don't know. It doesn't Let matter. Let me look it's it, here. Honestly, what... It doesn't matter. What strychnine is, is very, very irrelevant. It's, oh, it's, like, often used for, like, killing vermin and birds. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt. So, um, he is trying to lethally inject the shark, but the shark attacks the cage and rips it to shreds. Because of course it does. And the first time the shark even bumps the cage, Hooper repeats his whole thing with the tooth and drops the spear with the lethal injection Honestly, in it. Honestly, don't give this boy anything. Hooper is don't. a dumb college boy who cannot be trusted with don't anything. Don't let him hold anything. He has butterfingers. Yeah. And it's always at, like, the worst time. Literally. Oh my god. But he dramatically manages to escape to the seabed yeah. and hide behind a rock. Yeah. But he has scuba gear on, so he's fine. Um, and then the shark attacks the boat, and this is when you get the lovely scene that often oh. shows up with the shark floundering on the back of the boat. It's great. It's tipping. Quint is sliding down the deck and directly into Jaws's mouth. Can we say, uh, trope alert, uh, because just sharks being up where they're not supposed to be. <laughs> sharks being where they're not supposed to be is like a quintessential part it's, of the shark movie genre. It's really, really important. Wait till we get to my six-headed love. I 
love her. I love her so much. She's beautiful. That we'll we'll get to her. <laughs> oh, we'll get to her. We're awful. We're just referencing other shark movies. Listen, you gotta keep them like. In gotta it. keep them hooked. Yup. Like We're fishing for listeners. Oh my god. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all week. Um. So anyway, the shark attacks the boat. It eats Quint, and now, um, oh, now Brody is stuck on the boat by himself. Yep. This boy oh, this... is terrified of water. He hates his life at the he moment. He hates anything to do with swimming. Yep. And, uh, but thankfully, he manages to toss a scuba tank yep. into Jaws' mouth. How? We d- Jaws comes in through the window of the cabin, and then he tosses the tank into his mouth. Because that's just uh, how we do in these movies. It's just, it's if we're amazing. asking for logic, we're going to be here a long time. It's true. You get used to not asking for logic from shark movies. It's, it's the shark oh, movie logic. You know what we forgot? Hmm? Ding, ding, ding. Uh, water depth that's never the same. Yes! In the beach scenes, there's all, their water depth, it, they, it looks like they're in, like, 12 feet of water. We this to, like, talking about yeah when we do the, like, plot trope. Well, when we're doing plot. When we do the shark yeah. part, we can talk about this. Yeah. We'll talk so, about, yeah, okay. Good. Basically, um, Brody's the only one left, and he manages to shove a scuba tank into Jaws' mouth. And climbing dramatically to the crow's nest as it leans the into the water. crow's nest. Of all places. Of all places. To be fair, the entire boat is it's... mostly underwater at that yeah. point, And the crow's nest uh, is only about two feet out of it. Yeah, it's really, it's so, really a, bad, a bad day to be the orca. After shooting about six shots with a rifle, he just manages to shoot the tank. And there we have one of the biggest trope in the shark movie genre. Shark blows up. Shark blows up. This is the only way to kill a shark. The only way to kill a shark is to blow it up. According to a lot of these movies, this is the only thing that works. Honestly, like, we're not even exaggerating. It's 100%. Maybe not 100% because some of them get killed by slightly different things. That's fair. But it's at least 98%. Yeah, at least 98% they blow up the shark get killed by explosions and like every time i think they're gonna do something different and it always ends up with an explosion we'll get it's a whole thing we'll get it's a whole thing but anyway finally hooper resurfaces brody is just kind of delirious at this point and then they tie two of the shark barrels together and kick to shore yep and that's literally how it ends with them it ends with them kicking their little raft off into the sunset it's really towards amity island it's really yeah like they don't know where the fuck they're going it's really nice. It's a good so, it's a good ending. It's a very good ending. And here's where we have our first rating. Each of yes. our movies have three ratings. We have plot, we have shark, and we have fun. Because we have found that there are many movies that, while they may not have a plot, are very fun. Or while they may try very, very hard to have a plot, are absolutely tediously boring. Oh my god. Also, some sharks are just really bad. Some really sharks? Bad. It's amazing how bad some sharks get. It really is. It's... Some of them are excellent. Some I... of them, I question if it's even a shark. The f- <laughs> There's... We'll talk. We'll get to it. We'll talk. We'll talk. So, the... Okay. The score that we gave Jaws for plot... Okay, Yes. This was in our early days. We were rather generous with the scores. We didn't we know were, what horrors awaited us. We were young and naive. <laughs> this was like a year ago. Yeah. But still, I think our score holds up because we did give it a nine. Yeah, the plot is good. The plot, the plot is, good. is good. It makes sense. Yeah. I think Jaws is genuinely one of our highest rating movies across the board. Because yeah. it's just really well made and it stands up to the test of time yeah it's like like, this movie was in 1975 yeah it's like jurassic park like it's one of those movies that's like it's really old but it's still animatronics yeah animatronics are great Mm -hmm. so let's talk about the shark okay i have some fun facts about the shark excellent i'm very excited okay so basically um 
you don't actually see the shark a lot. Jaws is a long movie. Jaws is two hours long. Uh, you don't see the shark a lot in it because the mechanical shark rarely worked during filming. I remember seeing stuff about this. Yeah, so like the whole barrels stuff yeah. was because they didn't act. They, the shark wasn't working, so they couldn't actually like film them fighting the shark. So they just fought the shot the barrels being dragged through the water. Do you have the information about why the shark didn't work? Um. Because I remember no. reading about this. So basically, when they built this animatronic shark mm-hmm. to test that everything worked and that it floated and all that stuff, they mm-hmm. built it in a swimming pool. Yes. And everything worked in the swimming pool. Yeah. The shark could swim around. It could do all these cool things. Yeah. They were expecting to be able to shoot the whole movie in it. Yeah. Then they, I mean, points for accuracy, I guess, they decided to film in the ocean. Yeah. And the little thing about the ocean, that's salt water. So one thing about salt water is the density is different, and this shark sank. Mm. It couldn't hold up to the salt. Also, it messed up the um, the gears and the animatronics. So yeah. it actually got gummed up, which is why it wasn't working as much. And if why... you watch the movie, the shark's mouth almost never closes. Yeah, it's it's kind of hinges. It's stuck open. It. It, yeah, it is cool though because there's some scenes where um like it is like a closed mouth shark, and it's because yeah. they actually use like live shark footage. They did, yeah. They used some live shark footage, and see, here's what's great about that is that they used some live shark footage, but it didn't look like completely different. From the animatronic shark. Yeah. I mean... It actually looked like the same shark, which in and itself. This is another trope, though. It's yes. a great white. Oh, yeah, it yeah, has yeah. It always has to be a great the white. the biggest thing. Because great whites were, like, yeah. the biggest shark known to man. So, obviously, it's this huge thing. And yeah. it's this man-eating blah, 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 blah. Until eventually that wasn't enough, and that's when you get the megalodons. Yeah. <laughs> Look, when you get a shark that can take out a Boeing 737, I'm here for it. I, yeah. We're talking about Jaws. Do you have any yes. more fun facts? Um, I have a fun fact about um, that opening scene. Ooh. Hang on. This webpage is unloading. Which, um, so the opening scene uh, took three days to shoot. It's not that long, but... Um, so, like, basically the swimmer, the Chrissy, gets jolted back and forth by by the shark. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> to get that effect, a harness with cables was attached to the actress's legs and pulled by crew members back and forth along the shoreline. And so, it's just a bunch of guys, like, pulling her back and forth. And Spielberg told them not to let her know when she would be yanked, so she would be, like, genuinely scared, which seems iffy. Yeah, but, like, I... Yeah. But anyway, so that's how they achieved that scene, which, you know, it's a little bit of ingenuity. I I do enjoy that. So, uh, back to the shark, which was our second thing. Yes. Do you have anything else to say about him? Good shark. We love him. Good shark. shark. So, our rating for the shark, because we were very impressed with the animatronics... Also, he established the whole genre. He he's, deserves all the points. He's a good shark. He got 10 points. Yeah. 10 out of 10 for this shark. 10 out of 10. Very good shark. We love him. So, finally, our last category is fun. Yeah. and Which has no relation to whether or not a movie is good. No. It's how much fun we had while watching it. Many of the most fun movies on our list uh, are just shit. Just, like, absolute dog shit. Yeah. But it's okay. We love them. Oh, yeah. They're so good. I'm just remembering Sharks in Venice. Sharks in Venice is a gift, and such we will a, get to it. That's such a fucking good movie. I'm going to add it. It's going to be our sixth one. Okay. Sounds we have good. the first five set up. Yeah. Good. So, um, last one is fun. Obviously, we have the bonus point of the sea shanties. The sea shanties got it a bonus. Um... It was so fun. All the good, good boys. Such such good boys. Martin Broody being brooding in a corner. Broody. Dramatically standing, staring out at the ocean. Staring at his penis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Show me the way to go home. (laughs) 
I'm tired. And I want to go, go to, to bed. bed. <laughs> uh, it's a good sea shanty, man. It's a very good sea shanty. So, yeah. This movie was very fun. Yeah, good movie. Good movie. Got a nine for fun. Nine for fun. I mean, like, I've... You, the first time you saw it was the first time we watched it together. Yeah, I'd actually so, never seen it before. Uh, that was like about a year ago, right? Um, I think so, yeah. yeah. We, two years ago? Maybe. 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 It, I, uh, yeah, but. I don't remember it if was it was a while like ago. with Rachel or after Rachel. I can't remember either. <laughs> R R or A R. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that the amount of fun it is is like exemplified by the fact like it was your first time seeing it but i've seen it like probably about five times like i keep willingly being like yeah i'll watch jaws it's a fun movie which is not something we can say about all the movies that we're going to have to watch again there are some movies that we have said we're definitely not watching again you cannot make us we won't (laughs) we will not we refuse if you want to watch them do that to yourself we're not doing it and also don't do it to yourself yeah if there's one that we straight up say don't do it there's probably a good reason there's some excellent re- there's some really we've watched some just dog shit movies it's not even dog shit some of them are just... shark shit movies some of them calling them dog shit is insulting to dog yeah. shit that's true and we both know <laughs> we both know what one we're thinking about it's cool. it's a teaser it's Ooh. A- <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So, <laughs> oh, the last thing I have here is survival tips. Survival tips for so, Jaws. What are the tips to survive this particular? Shit, we forgot to talk about the changing depth of water. Okay, I'm going to talk about it now. So, something that happens a lot in these shark movies is that the water levels are never consistent. Somebody could be standing in like two feet of water and then you get a shot from underneath that makes it look like they're in the middle of the ocean or the shark is like swimming along in a coral reef and then you get a front view of the shark and there's just endless water beneath him or 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 like it's a shark swimming in open water and then you cut to like the point of view of the people on the beach and it's like half a foot from the shore yeah. It's a bad... It's, I'm like, this isn't sand shark, sharks, you can't swim in the ground. Shark movies have to stop. It's the one thing that'll straight up annoy me about a shark movie to this yeah. day. Like, there's not a lot that gets under my skin because I've seen some really bad shit. It's like, there's shark movie logic yeah. and then there's just not making any sense. Yeah. Anyway, also, uh, obviously, a lot of the beach scenes were shot in a pool. Yeah. Because it's all, like, clear blue water. Yeah, the water changes from, like, a greenish color yeah. to suddenly being crystal clear. You're yeah. like, guys, I like, mean, you're you know, cutting between these scenes. We see the chain. They're do- they did their best. They did their best. They did their best. It was the 70s. Yeah. They tried. So. Okay, so. Shark- survival tips for Jaws. Survival tips. Don't go on the water. Close, I mean- close the beach. <laughs> if you want to go on the water, don't. Just yeah, don't. that's tip one. Honestly, that could be a tip for all I of mean, these movies. That doesn't save you from all of them, though. That's true. However, let's talk. Okay, it's still summer. You still want to enjoy? I don't know the Fourth of July. We're not American. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're it. like we don't know. Talk yeah. about the first of July, maybe. Maybe. But still, go swimming in a pool. Go swimming in a pool. Um, Close the beaches. Oh. Don't make out with anyone in the water or near the water. No one makes out in the water in this movie. They don't, but they there's like canoodling on the beach and then yeah. going swimming. Yeah. But don't make out in the water is honestly a good one for any of these. Yes. Percy Jackson don't interact. <laughs> um But yeah, don't do that and uh if you're singing sea shanties, don't pound too hard on the table because then you won't hear the shark breaking through your hull. Yep. Yep. And those are our tips. <laughs> those are our tips for how to survive Jaws. Hopefully you will now survive the movie Jaws. Good luck. Good luck. And don't fuck it up now. <laughs> yeah. Don't wear a cool... No. Don't be an old wizened man. 
don't have previously survived a shark attack because that's... that lowers your chances by about 95 percent. yeah that's a really that's actually a very good tip if you've already survived a shark i'm sorry this one is going to get you yeah yeah unless you're the protagonist well we don't know we if don't you know survive, yeah but yeah. like just that's just more of a general one yeah, yeah 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 anyway um so thank you for listening to the first episode of shitty shark shows we will be back soon we don't have a schedule yet every other we're week? figuring it out every other week every other week something like that on a day on a day at a time maybe somewhere it's a, somehow it's up to listen this episode uh is already 52 minutes long it's depends on when emily can get around to editing it yeah i need to finish assignments for my masters we'll see what happens L- you know what It'll come on it eventually. Exactly. This is true. Stay tuned. Eventually there'll be a new new episode. And join us again next time where we will be discussing the truly one of the quintessential bad shark movies. I think if uh, Jaws was the first shark movie, the one we're talking about next week is the first, uh, is one of the ones that brought terrible shark movies I don't think it's for the, the f- sake for the shark movies that are terrible for the sake of being terrible. Yes, I don't think it's the first no. bad shark movie. No, it's but not. it's the one that launched them into. It's like, the one that launched a thousand sci-fi movies. Sci-fi being a production company that makes shark movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we love sci-fi and we love Asylum Productions. Asylum, I love Getting, Asylum. Honestly, Asylum Productions hit us up. Give us some merch. <laughs> Whenever we see Asylum Productions in like we the get, opening credits, we get excited because we're like, oh, this is a good bad that movie. Is, yeah, they, okay. make, they make good shit, Asylum Productions. They are very good. So, <laughs> join us next time where we'll be talking about Sharknado. Woo! Sharknado! Shark! There's an <laughs> actual song about it. There is. It's awful. It's terrible. YouTube it. I don't think we can have the licensing. No. No. <laughs> we don't have that kind of money. We don't have any money. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I'm sorry for your poor audio experience. This is going to be great. It's going to be I'm fantastic. To yep. So. We don't have a sign off. We don't have a sign off. Show me the way to go home. <laughs> I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago and it went right to my head. Oh, wherever I may roam, on land or sea or foam, you'll always hear me singing the song. Show me the way to go home. <laughs> Special thanks to Tetama for the use of their song Propane from the album Epilogue. 